Black people don't hope, we wish. We wish a motherfucker would be in our shit. So what's up, y'all? Welcome back. So, it's uh, of course, there's a lot of things in the news. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a few things. We actually gonna we gonna we gonna do some quick hits first. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go over those real quick. Try to keep them keep them brief, and then we'll get to like the bigger the bigger topics um, that we want to discuss. So, definitely. Let's let's get to it. All right, cool. So yeah, we got a couple updates. Just things that we talked about um, in the last few episodes that we want to give you guys some updates on so one thing that came out um mm-hmm. today mm-hmm. is uh Brittany Griner back in court okay um we do know that <laughs> the Biden administration offered a prisoner swap so what I didn't know at Ooh, the time now that's some interesting shit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and specifically our ex-president our previous president mm-hmm. and how he's behaving about the whole thing so what I didn't know about the prisoner swap was that they were actually trying to swap two Americans for the one arms dealer. Mm-hmm. So Democracy Now, of course, did a fantastic deep dive into who this man is. And pretty much he was selling weapons to both sides of wars. Like, anybody could get it to make a dollar. <laughs> I know. I know where you're going. Go okay. on and say it. Go on and say it. Well, 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 isn't this the pot calling the kettle black? There we go. We got the pot calling the kettle black. Uh, <laughs> you're talking about uh, equipping both sides of the war? Mm-hmm. Um yeah, that's, that's we, we. So as they were us. talking about it on Democracy Now, I was like, so is nobody gonna call out this hypocrisy? Like, no one's gonna talk about how we do this all the time. Really, a lot of it has been to like overthrow governments and to put kind of puppet governments in place where we want it. But mm-hmm. that's a whole nother conversation. So Bernie Griner went back to court. Um, the Russian government did say like, hey, do not try to speed through this process. Like she will go through this trial mm-hmm. today in court, though, they did ask for leniency. So she was in court during the our morning, her afternoon in Russia mm. and the, her lawyers asked for leniency. They also know that, you know, she's being considered a political prisoner and that there is a pretty high stake Russian arms dealer that's being offered up for her and the other journalists. Um that are there. So, is he a journalist? I think uh, so. Who, which, which person? The, the uh, what is the his per- name? Paul Whelan yes. or Victor Boot? Uh, Paul Whelan. Paul Whelan is a former Marine. Okay. So The journalist was the first guy they got. Yeah, the okay. journalist was the first guy they got, and they got, and they were able to uh, put pressure on them, mm-hmm. um, and they got him back. Um, again, this was kind of, the first situation was playing out like this situation. His family didn't, his family uh, wanted to get him back, but the government was like, chill. Um, we not, we not finna, we not, we can't do too much. But then they were chilling too long. They okay. got tired of chilling. That's right. Yep. <laughs> and then they was like, well, we, we're about to uh, start we gotta make some noise. organizing. Yeah. Um, and eventually it left him coming back. Um, this is interesting because it's, it's kind of like, it's, it's brought up some points that I didn't really see. Mm-hmm. So for one, uh, uh one point that was made was this. Um, one of, like, the, I guess, like, the generals, one of the military people that was like, 
this may set a bad precedence. Uh, what he was saying was that if they can get their most dangerous <laughs> citizens back, they can get their most dangerous people back, then they'll hold on to any American mm. just to get certain individuals mm-hmm, back. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's a valid point. That's, yeah, I never really thought about them using this as a benchmark. Yeah. It's just, it's, it just sets the precedence for this happening more. Yeah. And um, I'm like, on, 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 on one end for sure, uh, Brittany Griner definitely deserves to come home. But on the other end, they have to understand that this is the this is the bullshit side of it. Like, I w- what I'm saying is, if by America, if America does what's right, which is make the trade, mm-hmm. get Brittany Griner back home, Russia could potentially keep that shit rocking. Like, there are there are U.S. citizens who are still in Russia right now. And they and can say, who else is over in America being held? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They, they can use this to get more people, yeah. more, more people that they want, which... I mean, I don't put that past them. Hmm. Uh, another point that was made on the outside, um, it was, and, 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 and this actually made sense until they, they went left. I'm going to read the statement. Okay. Uh, the Secretary of Defense said, we value our own citizens a thousand times more than we value the foreign criminal. And that was his response to them trading the the murderous arms dealer for Brittany Grimes. Mm. <laughs> uh, uh, I thought that was funny. Okay. Um, well, it made sense. It made a lot of sense. And then he started to go into, he says, this is where he went left. He said, Israel takes the same approach. They trade a thousand Hamas fighters for one IDF soldier. Mm. We in the U.S. take the same attitude. We will do almost anything to save an American life. And I thought that was interesting because for one, we too, we too connected like First of all, Israel doesn't really shouldn't even be brought up. It's just not. It's, mm, it's apples and oranges for sure. It ain't. It yeah. ain't. This ain't. This ain't. This ain't the same. This ain't yeah. the same situation. Uh, in that way, um, it's just on a on a on a world scale. This is not who we need to be comparing ourselves to mm-hmm. in terms of like how we view uh, hostage situations or mm-hmm. how we view uh, taking like like getting our own citizens back mm-hmm. just don't even mention it yeah. because truth be told <laughs> um what's going on over there um the precedence that they're setting over there is is not quite the same and we should talk about our position on all of that but which it's sounding like this is like this is honestly what it is what it makes me think about is like how we how they were kind of shitting on trump for praising uh russia mm-hmm. for his for him being a strong leader and all that this is the same way, but with Israel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we... A, lo- a lot of shit that America is involved in, honestly, has been of our making. We've had a hand in creating the fiasco. Like, mm-hmm. we're good at throwing rocks in and hiding our hand and saying, hey, my bad, I'm going to send y'all some slingshots like, mm-hmm. so you can defend yourselves. So I 100% agree. Like, um, America needs to be very careful about how we take a position... Mm-hmm. On Israel, uh-huh. on Palestine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Namely, there's a difference between um, there's a difference between settler colonialism, which is what's happening in Israel, mm-hmm. Palestine. There's a difference between that. Mm-hmm. Um, they're in their space, so if they take in certain people, if they detain certain people. They're detaining people who are who are fighting for their land. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In this situation, this is a woman who's more so going over there because of capitalism. 
Yeah. And they just don't make enough money. She want to make a living. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's, she's making a living. She working. Mm -hmm. So that's what I was saying. So that kind of my bigger point to all of this, um, the two aren't comparable. The two aren't comparable in that way. It's, it's almost as if saying, like, if 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 we were trading someone else, then we could find another regular citizen. Like, I wouldn't... I, those two just... It's just... It's just it basically is like, the only way that you can get this black woman back, the only way that you can actually get something done right for her is by giving us one of our worst criminals. Yeah. And it's like, nah, fam, can it, 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 that's not how it should be. Y'all ain't got a basketball that. player over here that we... <laughs> we <laughs> the stakes... You see what I'm saying? It's like a false equivalency in that way. And it's like, like y'all are basically making it very hard for Britney to come home yeah. in that sense. Yeah. Like, you're trading somebody like that. Like, y'all, it's just foul. Well, and, and now it makes me wonder, did we offer him up to start this drama? Like, I, I, I don't put nothing past America at this point. I right. put nothing past our country. And I right. know there are a bunch of people sitting around in rooms strategizing, like, our geopolitical movement mm -hmm. um, all around the world, not just yeah. with Russia, ev everything we do. Um, and so I know, I think there are another few dozen Russians imprisoned here. Right. And I do wonder when they looked at that list... Why they were like, that's the guy. The one we want that's is the, the one dude. who got access to the guns. Like, we're in a war right now. We fighting. Yep. We trying to take over some shit. We can use those us. arms. We need him. Yep. He got, he's the plug. And he's the gun plug. He's in, he's in prison in one of the countries that is the biggest arms dealer. That's the other part, like, where it's like, yo, this shit don't make no sense. Uh, like, this shit is, this shit is wild. It's, uh, he's in prison in a country that has the most gun violence. Yes. So that's that's. And I mean, when worst. we say arms, right? Like we're talking guns, but also like nuclear like, weapons. Yeah, the war we're talking machine. about like war. Mm -hmm. So 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 no, that's a good point. So I know we spent a lot of time on this, y'all. It is creepy. it is expected for her sentence to come down mm -hmm. mid August. Right. So we shouldn't know how the judge behaves. It it could be okay. Sure, we'll make the trade, especially if they if governments get involved. Mm -hmm. Um. But I, I am really hoping that she is able to come home. Like, she'll do her time serve. We know she's been over there, mm -hmm. what, 180-something days now? Yeah. And too long. Yeah, too long. And, and to be honest, I don't know what kind of foolishness this man is going to start when he goes, if he goes back over there, this arms dealer. Yeah. Well, I'm, I mean, to be honest with you, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm concerned about him, but I'm more concerned about... Uh, I don't know. Like, I, I don't think. I, I don't think. I think he's going to be useful for them. That's mm -hmm. the reason why they're asking for him. Mm -hmm. So I don't. I, I don't know what he's going to be. Because we're giving arms to Ukraine right now. No. We are literally. Fun. So I mean, he is a valuable asset for them to have right now. All I'm going to say is um, drone strike. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> they's like, look, we need that intelligence. We need those. We need access to that. Before before we leave this, yes, yes, yes. real quick, um, to the topic, Trump. He actually said that uh, she was loaded up on drugs. Yes. When she went up there, which was false, he was saying some wild shit. Should we talk? Uh, tweet of the week. Mm -hmm. um, trade Britney for uh, Trump. And the other tweet that I thought was interesting, they was like, of course Trump don't like her. She's black. She's gay. She don't want him. And she she taller like, than him. She don't like the golf. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, of course, she don't, she don't fit the description. All the things he hates. He said, if she was blonde and... And yeah. your daughter probably got a crush on her. <laughs> Ain't no telling. Ain't, <laughs> Ain't no, no telling. Tellin'. Um, all right, y'all. Let me get this time right here. Right. 11.25. Um, so.
so the next thing I, uh, we wanted to bring up, so COVID got, COVID got Biden again. Mm. Um, I, I could actually just leave that right there. I don't mm. have much to say about our president well, um, in isolation again. The only thing I'll say, I'll say two things real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a running joke that says that that's the only thing that Biden can beat. It's the only thing he can win. Mm. It's over COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was funny. I got to laugh. I got a little snicker <laughs> off of that. A little chuckle. A little chuckle off of that. Um, and honestly, and this is now this is political strategy. Being that there's so much going on, mm-hmm. if if President Biden needed a reason to take naps, use COVID. <laughs> Get some rest. <laughs> That's political strategy. <laughs> like, look, tell everybody that you, that you got a temperature. It's the fatigue. It's the fatigue, fam. <laughs> Just sit down and relax. Okay. Take take some time off. You know, you're older. You yes. know, it's a lot going on with you. And they can, like, I'm, what I'm saying is, like, they can, like, whenever he addresses the public, they can read when it's time to put him down <laughs> like a baby. <laughs> Give him a nap. Pat him on the butt. Pat him on the ass. <laughs> Keep him moving. So from the political strategy perspective and, and in terms of, like, making sure he looks strong mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. looks ready, use COVID every time. That's That's fair. That's fair. That's my best. So, yeah, we, um, you know, we are prepping, prepping in case there is a President Harris soon. Um, but, yeah, there's yeah. Uh, there's that. So, the other update, y'all, um, Pelosi, she went to Taiwan. She landed uh, this morning. So, I know we talked about this last week. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the Chinese government gave very strong warnings to the U.S. about her official visit. Mm-hmm. Um what we did see, and there was just a lot of information and, and ground um, footage coming out, mm-hmm. was that China continues to move military equipment um, towards towards Taiwan and into Taiwan in some places. Mm-hmm. The U.S., though, does have five Navy ships waiting, one of which is nuclear capable. Right. Um, and so last week when we were talking about like, okay, I wonder what the military going to do. We see what the military has done. They sent five ships. <laughs> how much money do we have? Apparently it's $90 million do for you, that trip. Do you know how many old school Cadillacs, if you break it down, <laughs> break that metal down, you know how many catalytic converters <laughs> have been stolen in Dallas <laughs> that could be replaced with just a piece a portion. of that ship? Yep. That was jokes, but no, that's real shit. So, though. like, all right. So the funny thing, no, nah, it's not funny. But yeah, when um, Pelosi confirmed that she was gonna actually be down there, uh, China announced that they're gonna be doing nearby drills, mm-hmm. um, exercises. Yes, uh, they also said something that I thought was pretty fake deep, mm-hmm. but I would not take it lightly. They said, "quote unquote, playing with fire will set yourself on fire." Ooh. That's that's like fake deep. But that's like a real threat. Playing with ooh. <laughs> they say playing with fire will set yourself on fire. That's that's like the Chinese like like version because it is very stoic. But it's the Chinese ooh. version of fuck around and find out. That is oh like, it is that. yeah. That is absolutely that. Yeah. That is absolutely that. And uh, America being that we are obsessed with pyrotechnics and and bombs and explosives and all kind of stuff. Like we should know that. Like they gave us. Uh, 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 an analogy that we should understand, mm. but you know what? Again, they gonna roll with it. I, I, I'll say this: like I did more research on like like Nancy Pelosi has had like a voice. Um, yes. 
uh, against what they've been doing for mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. She's met up with um, the Dalai Lama. Uh, she has um, been very open about her critiques of China and what's happening over there. Yeah. It's almost as if she got an Asian boyfriend. Mm. But I don't think that's it. I just I think that she's just kind of found a cross to, you know, bear. Mm-hmm. And I ain't mad at it. You know, everybody got one, whatever. Um, but I think that's she's she's pretty fixated on China and, and, and letting them know like, hey, um we see what's going on. Um but we're not going to let you deter us from what we're doing mm-hmm. because she already knows that she's doing the opposite of what Trump did in Israel. Uh, Trump made that trip over there. <laughs> uh, and in a way, Palestinians seen that trip as him giving the stamp to what Israel's doing mm-hmm. over there. Mm-hmm. And it's the same way with Nancy Pelosi. China is viewing that as a U.S. stamp of approval that Taiwan needs to be respected as an independent nation. And I'm like, now that I've done more research and I know that she's been on that, I can see where she's coming from. Uh, do I agree? Is this the group that you, is this the country that you want to antagonize right now? No. And the only reason why I say this is because of this. Um, if we can't handle what's happening with Russia and Ukraine, like, we're, we're being very, like, chill. Mm-hmm. Do you think we can handle that with all three of those nations, and again, by three, I mean Russia, China, and Iran. Yeah. Those are the, I guess, considered America's enemies or the people who they are, who they consider adversarial. Yeah, because we just killed somebody this week, uh, yes. the Taliban. Yeah, we killed uh, a Taliban leader. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I, I do appreciate. I do appreciate the stance on, hey, you know, and I and human I, rights I, violations. Yeah, I, I did a lot of reading too on like the history of China and Taiwan, and it, and it is interesting. If y'all find time, like, just look it up. I mean, you look at how the regime changed and kind of how Taiwan was founded and ran by like these exiles, mm-hmm. um, political exiles. So it is interesting. My problem, though, again, is the the pot calling the kettle black because. <laughs> We occupy a lot of spaces. I was actually going to mention Hawaii. Guam, Puerto Rico. We could keep going down the line. So, so the thing is, we didn't fight world powers to get them. We fought the locals. Yes. Like we had a war with, the, not we. Okay. America had a war with the locals. Mm-hmm. But but even in China, right? Like that was a local spat mm-hmm. between Chinese people. Um, Taiwan was in essence of, of these people were exiled when, when a new regime came in, these people mm. were exiled and they were kind of sent off to Taiwan and they ran it. They ran the place. So then China came back and was like, hold up, hold up. Actually that belongs to us too. give it back. Mm-hmm. Hence where the, the yep. beef started mm-hmm. between the two. So. So, so, so we we occupy a lot of places where we're not supposed to be. The same way that the Taiwanese government is saying, like, actually, this has always been sovereign. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all, you don't own this. You mm-hmm. just happen to exile its leaders at one point. Right. Um, so, and, oh, go ahead. Sorry. And uh, no, I was just saying. Truth be told, uh, the history behind the start of America has a lot to do with the fact that a lot of the first citizens, quote unquote, mm-hmm. citizens mm-hmm. of America 
were former robbers, thieves, hmm. uh, people who... <laughs> so it's founded by criminals. <laughs> All I'm saying is criminal criminality was a big part of the founding. It's in our DNA. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my, that's, that's, just, that's, that's the only point I'm making. Mm. I'm saying that like uh, Taiwan may not be different. Taiwan's inception might not be different from America's, but it seems like, mm-hmm. from the outside looking in, that the Taiwanese don't have issues with police killing their own. They don't have uh, um, big systemic racist issues. So yeah. the tale of two cities. Yeah. <laughs> and, and part of that is that city is homogeneous, right? Like yeah. a lot of those places, like they all look alike. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we, that's, that's a history lesson in itself. Why, mm-hmm. you know, America's exclusion of anyone who mm-hmm. wasn't a straight white Christian man who right. was a landowner. Um, at the beginning, really embedded this wedge mm-hmm. um, between the haves, who in essence were straight white Christian men, mm-hmm. and the have-nots, who were us, and mm-hmm. anyone who was assumed not to be um, a true citizen. So, yeah, yeah that it, it, it's crazy, y'all. If some shit goes down, I don't know how long she's staying. Do you know how long her trip is? I don't know how long she's going to be there. Yeah. She's there right now, presently, out this there moment, kicking it, yeah. eating good. Mm-hmm. Drinking some tea. I don't know what she's doing, but yeah. Yes, and I don't know. Yeah, there's five naval ships, though, and a bunch of military presence and security with her. So, so, so basically, the United States is waiting for some shit to pop off. They sent a nuclear-capable ship. Yeah, this is all not looking good. Yeah. But, hey, we're going to keep on talking about it until... <laughs> Until shit really hit the fan. Fuck around and find out, they said. That's what they said. <laughs> what I do know is mm-hmm. that um, I ain't never had no issue with, like, Chinese people. So when, when shit goes down. No, no, for sure. I, I, I'll say, well, I, I'm still thinking about the little girl who was killed. In uh, LA? Yeah, no, that's, that's the, she comes to my mind. They weren't but Chinese. They, they, well, yeah, they were Chinese. You. They were Korean. Mm-hmm. But, um, well, I, and again, this ain't against. This is not like a slight Shout against out to or anything like that. It's just more like I think what I would want people to understand. It's not about any of these smaller countries. It's not about any other country per se. What I would want us to focus on is the why, the why we're there. Because mm-hmm. truth be told, do I think they're really trying to protect Taiwan? No. no. Number one, <laughs> Taiwan is one of the busiest uh, shipping lanes in the world. Mm-hmm. So there's money over there. Mm-hmm. There's capital over there. And also military presence. If we if we connect it to Taiwan, eh, we have we are close enough to them to do what we need to do in terms of like war. Yeah. So they just it's it ain't about I'm questioning like the validity of America's concern, but I don't necessarily think it's about the people of Taiwan. It's Our more microchips so come over there. Come again, from over there. Two reasons: yeah. money and military. Yeah, our uh, I think they have what. Fifty percent of all microchips come out of that. So all yeah. of our electronics, like I mean, there's always going to be something in it for us. Right. Yeah. So that's it on that one. Um. Real quick, I'll hit this real quick. Mm-hmm. Monkeypox, state of emergency in New York and California. <laughs> Right. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm headed to California tonight. I'm praying they don't shut it down. Um, but the same way we talked about this last week, COVID was kind of epicentered in New York. And mm-hmm. so they were the first to kind of shut down, claim a state of emergency. We see the same thing with the monkeypox. You mentioned this last week and I heard it again today and I was just like, GS was on it. Um, 25% of all the worldwide cases are right here in this country. We just like the petri dish of this well, shit. Honestly, we just can't keep our shit. 
get there. Again, it's already been stated that Biden knew about this and he could have acted sooner. Um, the funny part about it, it ain't funny, not funny in that way. Y'all know what I mean. But I thought it was interesting. Uh, there have been African leaders who have gone to media sites and they have been open about the fact that we're not we're not getting any of these vaccines. Mm-hmm. And again, they already have vaccines for it. So one for sure is called uh, Genios. Genia, Genios, Genios, Genios. Uh, it's a single shot, and it protects you for up to two years. Mm-hmm. So they've already done research. Their monkeypox isn't new. It is, uh, it is a strain or a, or a division of smallpox. Smallpox, yep. So mm-hmm. it's 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 not new. The, another thing I thought was interesting was ninety nine percent of the cases are men. Yes. Yep. Only thirteen women and two young children mm-hmm. have caught it. So, so apparently it, it is spreading between men who have sex with other men. And so the, the call, right, is, and I, I want to point out something real quick because a friend showed me this while we were <laughs> traveling mm-hmm. this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Baller Alert shared this video that someone, I guess, tagged them in or sent to them. Mm-hmm. And it was in New York and this lady was on the train. The lady had bumps on her arms mm-hmm. and they were like, you know, is it monkey pox? I can't believe people are out here right now with this shit. And my friend was like laughing about it. And I was like, but I don't know if you listened to last week's show. I was like, but we talked about this, like that stigma and how dangerous that can be. I was like, we don't know if that's monkey pox or another condition yeah. this woman has. So for someone random to be recording her and then putting her on baller alert, that puts that woman's life in danger. Period. Absolutely. It puts that woman's life in danger. So I... I had to, like, tell my friend, like, don't fall into that shit. And there was someone who commented on the post, and I was so happy. She was like, this is incredibly irresponsible irresponsible journalism. Incredibly irresponsible. And so when we talk about that stigma, we know where it's spreading, guys. Like, we know it's between men who have sex with other men, the majority of Mm -hmm. it. But it does not mean that you go attack the gay man in your life Mm -hmm. (laughs) or the one up the street because you think he may have monkeypox. Like... Because there are other ways to contract yeah. it. That Hence is why not those the children have it. Hence why, yes. There are other ways to contract yes. it. Yes. I don't, nah, there are other ways to contract it. And we have to understand that, again, it's showing that they don't care about generally minority populations. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't care about continental populations because, again, I mentioned earlier that there are African leaders who are going yep. on media, going on record saying that they're not helping us with this. Yep. I think the U.S. and the EU secured almost all of the vaccines for this. And so, yeah, I saw the head of the CDC, the African CDC, Mm -hmm. saying the same thing. Like, this is, we don't have the resources. We don't, they're not sending any help to us. No help. No real help. But that, that also does not surprise me. That nothing about that surprises me. Fighting enemies local or or foreign and domestic. That's it. Or not fighting enemies (laughs) foreign and domestic. That's it. All right. All right, so you want to get into the rundown? All right, rundown. We have a few topics that we're going to address fully. Thank y'all for letting us hit the old, you know, mm-hmm. not old just stuff, but just hitting, like, updates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank y'all for letting us hit the updates. So the first part of it, um, we have to talk about uh, the Capitol Rider getting 87 months. 87, yep. We won't spend too much time on that, but I thought it was funny. Um, the other thing... 
Yeah, so um, I want to hit on this uh, Senate bill. Mm -hmm. um, it was for veterans. It was a health care bill that um, the Senate refused to pass mm -hmm. and want to really talk about what the fuck is going on there. That's, that's something interesting. <laughs> since uh, we love our vets so much. Since we love our vets. Yeah. Happy uh, Veterans mm -hmm. Day. Yep. America. All right. <laughs> America. America. Uh, black man is shot. A black man is shot in the head uh, over a one dollar uh, laundry detergent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about that. That's you. Okay. That was me. Um. Yeah. So so there's that. I want to touch on mystical mm -hmm. and him being imprisoned for rape again. I didn't even know he was. Mm, I I really had no idea. Yeah. It's, he's a problem. He's a problem. So I want to talk about like just the. The cultural aspect of that. So this is more of a cultural topic, but there is some political piece in here, too, right. because it, it touches on women's rights and right. how women are protected. Yep. We also going to talk about the FBI raids, the African People's Socialist Movement. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad you put this in here. I'm so glad that we're going to talk about this. Yeah. There's a lot. With yeah. This. And we, I mean, we could potentially wrap it up there. Um, we got a couple other things we could talk about. So we know student loan repayment is ending on August 31st, but I think we may wait on that mm -hmm. to see what Biden does, what he comes out with. Yeah, because there's some up in the air shit about that. Yeah. Okay, so we'll rock with them five topics. And then, guys, if um, if there's anything that you want us to cover, if there's anything you're hearing about and you want us to do a little thought later on, mm -hmm. um, we, we are happy to just shoot us a DM or, you know, like Marvay, shoot us a bunch of um, memes that are always incredibly helpful. Appreciate that, Marvay. Um, so, yeah. All right. We're ready to jump in? Let's get to it. Okay. All right. So, Capital Rider. Mm-hmm. All right. So, He's from Texas. Did you know that? I didn't know that. <laughs> Wiley, Texas. I think he's from Wiley. You proud? Am I not? Look at that. Look at look at them look at your representing home representing us well. Look at that shit. Mm -hmm. He's an oil man too. First apparently. of all, his name is Guy Wesley Reffitt. So Damn. I mean, uh, the only guy we recognize is Teddy. Uh, Darren no. Hall. Okay. Slam. I thought you were going to say uh, the dude on Food Network. Oh, Guy Fury. Yeah, he be oh, coming like up with too. some good shit. I rock with Guy yeah. Fury, too. He like, the, like, drivers, what is it, diners, drive-ins, and no, dives? Honestly, if I would have, if, if I were to, if I if I had, like, if I actually had, like, unlimited money, mm -hmm. that's what I would do. I would just go travel around trying good food all over the country. I love it, because when I, I travel, I so the website is really good. You can, like, put in where you're going, and all the restaurants that he's tried, mm. they're listed. It's fantastic. Sorry, y'all. We uh, that, that was that was a fat tangent. Please. That's all right. We're trying to get camera ready though. We've been yeah. working out. We've been listening. I have actually been working out. So, <laughs> all right. Anyway, anywho, um, there's a few things that need to kind of be discussed about that. Uh, for one, what he did, he's on the low end mm -hmm. in terms of what they gave him. Seven years is considered very low yes. for his offenses. Yes. He. Um, Obstructed certification of an election. He was charged with carrying a, a pistol uh, during the riot yes, and did. on federal grounds, which they are absolutely, you cannot do mm -hmm, that. Mm -hmm. um, he also has two counts of civil disobedience. The two counts of civil dis disobedience just kind of sound like some slap on the wrist shit either way. But those are very serious charges, and they gave him the low end. What they didn't give him, though, was the domestic terrorism charge. And that's the one that the judge could have. Talk about that one. Yeah. So so everything GS listed, this man got 
a, a pretty lenient sentence, to be honest. I, he'll probably go to federal prison because it was a it happened on federal grounds. So we may or may not serve all that time. I'm going with may not. I would love to see what his um his parole mm-hmm. kind of like because it might be seven and a half years, but he's eligible for parole after three or something. You know what I I'm actually interested in. Mm-hmm. What are the Thanksgivings gonna be like when he comes back? At his house? Yeah, his son snitched. His son told. So, one thing I do love is that the son that snitched actually wrote a letter to the judge and was like, hey, I don't want my daddy to go to prison, but please get him some mental help because this nigga ain't right. Uh, (laughs) He ain't right in the head. The daughter said, if my dad is getting this much time, verbatim, Trump needs to go to prison for life. I saw that. And let me be clear, I'm throwing the word snitch around as a joke because, you know what, uh, there's a different definition. Like, he was involved in criminal activity and they weren't. And I think that snitch is reserved for people who are together in their criminal activity mm-hmm. and one person chooses to I tell agree. somebody else. You, you so technically, it, yeah. technically, they didn't snitch. So let me just rephrase what I'm saying. They actually did their God-given right. As American, red-blooded American. considered himself a patriot in one way. The son considered himself a patriot in another, and they met they up. just cancel each other out. Yeah. And, so, and then the wife, they, they got her on camera, and she was saying, you know, he was a patriot that day. My husband is still a patriot. And so the whole family seems to be like, I mean, a little, uh, but I fool with the son, though. Like, Well, let me say this. This is the reason why they don't want... Um, culturally and historically accurate information in schools. Do you mean CRT? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Do you mean f- like history books written by other people outside of white men? Yes. Okay. That's exactly what I'm referring to. So okay. he, I'm pretty sure they've had conversations amongst each other saying, how did our son get brainwashed? Liberals, it's liberal media, all, all <laughs> this Oh, yeah, Should have so. never sent that boy to college. And it's like, y'all can't, y'all got to understand eventually those two quote unquote truths will collide. Yeah. You can't sit up here and be like telling your son that when you're seeing Mike Brown get killed, when you're seeing these, these, these folks go through what they go through and be like, oh, it's well deserved. What did they do to deserve this response? Because I'm pretty sure that was a conversation he's yes. had in his household. Pretty sure. I wasn't there, so I don't know. But I'm pretty sure they did have he those conversations. He must have done something. He must have yeah. done something to mm-hmm. elicit it to elicit this response yep. from the police or from the government or however you want to word it. And guess what? He did some things that by law elicited a response from our judicial system. So, mm. Yeah. I, so I'm, I'm glad he got his time. I am. I, I was hoping that he would get some of the domestic terrorism charge on there, but I mean, seven and a half years, we, we will though watch and see, what the full sentencing sentencing his sentencing is because I'm pretty sure there is like a probation clause in there mm-hmm. where that man can get out sooner than later. I, I also thought, uh, okay, some more specifics. Um, he wanted to make an apology, uh, but the judge did not think it was sincere, mm. citing his letters and his manifesto. Yep. Uh, him talking about he, him, him, you know, buckling down and talking about how the election was stolen and all that. His response to that was, "I had to keep doing that so that I can get money for my family. I had to keep pushing that narrative because that's what's supporting my, you know, my home." And it's like, 
like, damn, like, that's when it hit home with me in terms of, like, uh, people having the conversation about Trump, everything Trump touches. They were talking about the Secret Service, how he kind of, like, turns it into, he, he kind of, he taints it. Mm-hmm. He poisons it. Mm-hmm. Gives it a virus. And that's the same way. Like, I don't know if this man necessarily still believes that. He might still believe this shit. I don't know. But if he actually is being honest and saying, I was just talking about this because I need money, whether clearly whether 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 it is true or sincere or not what you're saying to the judge it doesn't matter it's already being used against you yeah. so you've already been pushed a direction by someone outside of you who won't ever see a jail yeah who may not ever see a jail i doubt he'll ever see a jail so you just got fucking bamboozled yeah bro <laughs> that's real that i mean and, and the fact that he's saying like i needed to do it to get money Bernie Grinders over there to get money. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this is becoming a real yeah. capitalism st- is striking in every possible way. Late stage capitalism, y'all. It's it's it's, it's striking in every it's possible itself. way. Yeah, it is eating itself, and 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 because of it, socially and culturally, we are being eaten. Like I just started an op ed about the effects of late stage capitalism on yeah. everything that we do in this country. Yeah. So it's, clearly, it ain't yeah. working for y'all either. Like we can't. Y'all Come on, people. fam. Like, can y'all? Yeah. So, so yeah. There's a there. There's that. Um, yeah. Did you have anything else on that? Uh, the fact that he said traitors will get shot to his kids. That's how I knew. Like, honestly, to me, that sums it all up right there. Yep. Whether you lie, whether you sincere, whatever you tell your children, mm-hmm. like what you're telling your kids, the kids you made, you could disagree with them on politics. It's okay. They could think one thing. You could think the other. But if you threatening your own kids, yeah. That is some primal, uh, in my mind, that's like some primal, that's like some. um, uh, But primal would be protected, protective of your children, right? Well, 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 the thing about it is in those times when, 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 when people were roaming earth and didn't have language and all that, it was, it was sink or swim. It was life or death. It was one way or the other. Mm. There was no gray area because one mistake could like have you eaten by a fucking Tyrannosaurus Rex or Tiger, you know what I'm saying? So, I love it. So my point is, he just went very primal, and it just wasn't even about the truth anymore. It was just about protecting his own innocence what I, yeah. and what I believe. What I believe, that's it, yeah. So, yeah. So there's, there's that. You know, he's a Texas native. I want to point that out again. Um, oh, <laughs> let me get on these California <laughs> crazies, because y'all got a few, but that's a different conversation. Do. But actually, now, nah, you should be told I was a little crazier, because, yeah. Ours is mostly probably drug and mental health, but, um... Yeah. Um, all right, cool. So this, 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 uh, veteran health care bill. So I wanted to put this in here because I think it showcased something we said last week, how they put politics over people. Mm-hmm. And um, this bill in particular, so it got to um, it got to the Senate. It was supposed to pass. Mm-hmm. There was a technical error with the bill. <laughs> of course, there was. Yep, yep. So they they had to go and and edit the bill. When the bill came back for a vote, all of a sudden the folks who said they were going to support it, Republicans in particular, mm-hmm. decided, "Now nah, we good." There was a whole party on Capitol Hill Mm -hmm. to celebrate. There was a bunch of veterans out there because they knew that this was going to be the day. 
that they were going to get their health care taken care of. And we know the status of veterans in our country, y'all. Mm-hmm. We see them everywhere. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many meals we've bought between the two of us. Mm-hmm. You know, just watching our veterans be on the streets. Yeah. So... And a lot of it has to do with their mental health, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah, they come back with physical ailments, but the PTSD of being in wartime is just something a lot of us can't even fathom because it's so abstract to right. us. So they're they're literally getting ready. They out there with signs and drums and flags. These people are ready to party, only to be told, oh, the bill didn't pass. The bill did not pass. And the people who were supposed to pass it, who said... That, yes, I'm behind this because I love my veterans. They flip-flopped on it. Jon Stewart must have got word and headed out to the streets. Right. He gave a speech. And, I mean, it was a whole bunch of cussing. I guess he went on and paid the FCC fines for it because I love it. Um, He was talking talking some real shit. He he said some real shit. Mm -hmm. And one thing that he said was that they don't love veterans. They love the war machine. Mm. They support the war. So they'll they'll fund the guns. They'll fund the military. They'll fund all that shit. But when it comes to taking care of the bodies that go on the ground and fight Mm -hmm. for them, number one, they're not sending themselves or their children. We have seen that time and time again. We already said we mentioned that last time. Missing that last week. But when it comes to taking care of our people, when they come back to this country, after you have sold them this story that, hey, go fight for your country and you can take care of your family and you can travel the world and make a living and get education. And then potentially, if you are not one of the superstars or if you don't get a skill that is worthy Mm -hmm. in this capitalistic society, you come back here to nothing and Mm -hmm. potentially with some mental health issues because of all that's been embedded in you and all that you've seen. So they did not pass the bill. Republicans flip-flopped from the draft to the final. Um, It was supposed to be, um, of course, for for veterans of the military, but here's what got me, Mm -hmm. is that there was a tweet sent by a pretty well-known Republican... um, a senator who said that he was making care packages for members of the military. Uh, so he was putting little wet towelettes and, you know, lotion yep. and hand moisturizer mm-hmm. in there. But when that veteran comes back, that get that got that hair pa- that that care package, they'll come home to nothing. Come home to nothing. Because that same man wouldn't support this bill. So, one thing, you absolutely spot on and Mariah pointed 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 out the homelessness is usually in terms of like veterans it's usually as a result of their mental health mm-hmm. and uh she asked did they say why they're no longer supporting the bill all right so they did. they actually did they did they they did they did, they did. Up the, yep. they did give her perspective and uh what they what they said was this they said um this measure will create a new guaranteed funding stream not subject to congressional appropriations uh, so basically what they're saying is, um, what it would do is just open the door for more spending than, than what they would like. They didn't like it because they felt like it would just, it would cause more spending than what they would prefer. You know, that's, that's, that's the, that's the only thing about it. And John, oh, go ahead. The, the only issue I have with that is they're willing to spend on what they want to anytime. Any, like, I mean, Continue. That was the point the, I was about to oh make. Yeah. Continue. The, the military can say, hey, y'all, we need a billion dollars. Republicans will be like, bitch, here goes $750 billion. No problem. <laughs> I got <laughs> <laughs> Say less. Say less. Say, say less. less. 
Say, say him lesser. So, so while, while, sure, some PR person came up with that, we know that y'all spend on things that help you, specifically the war machine, because we know y'all all hold a bunch of, of equity and stock in these companies. The Raytheons, the Boeings, the Northrop Grumman's don't play. We mm. already know. We already know. But when it comes to taking care of the people who fly those jets, mm-hmm. you're not interested. Honestly, we ain't even got to just say stocks. We know that there are people who directly pay them to support certain bills and specifically mm-hmm. having to do with the war machine, having to do with um, gun and arms production, weapons productions. There are people who are directly paying them. Y'all have lobbyists in y'all's back pocket um, giving y'all direction on on mm-hmm. on things related to war automatically. I was I, I really like what John Stewart was saying. I agree with him hundred ten percent. Um but what it made me do was research like burn pits. What are burn pits? Mm-hmm. Where do they come from? And I was researching and I found a lot of interesting information about mm-hmm. burn pits. How okay. much time we got left? Three minutes. Okay. okay. So the bill directly had to do with people who had to who who were directly exposed to burn pits throughout that 20-year period in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. So what burn pits were, being that they didn't, they didn't have like a full, um, what's the word for it, a trash system? They didn't have like a full-on trash system out there. They didn't have nobody come pick up their trash yeah. every uh, uh, once every other week. They didn't have any of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't have a sanitation garbage disposal situation set up. So what they would have to do is burn a lot of things. Okay. So come to find out, they were burning up to 100 to 200 tons per day. <laughs> of trash. Of trash. Wow. Okay. Burning. And that had to do, that was garbage, human waste, chemicals, uh, paint, lubricants, plastics, medical waste, all that. They had to do something with it and they decided to burn it. Uh, and so there were a lot of uh, military men who were tasked with doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, so one example of why this was absolutely necessary, um, one person ended up with pancreatic cancer and they came to find out came to find out that it was directly as a result of him spending time in the burn pits. Um, the fumes? Yes. Or, wow. It was, it was okay. all of it. So he died at 36. Mm. But the average age that, die, that people die with pancreatic cancer is 70. I didn't. Well, so that was one example that triggered them to kind of come together and be like, yo, not only do we need to work on veterans, just benefits in general, but specifically for people who do this job. Let me ask. So because this is I, this is news to me y'all so where and when was this happening these burn pits like Afghanistan where... it was during that 20 year period oh shit it, but it wasn't just Afghanistan it was mostly Afghanistan but okay. there any any country that they've been in uh, during military time and again if they if they if it was like a third world country if it was any country that didn't they didn't have access to like the sanitation garbage they didn't have like yeah. anything like that in which they had to burn things themselves because being there creates just on its own, like its own carbon footprint. Mm-hmm. Being there on its own creates trash. So I had no idea. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, I'd imagine like, I mean, cause who knows? I mean, of course they're burning trash, but like when you talk about human feces, when you talk about hell, maybe yeah. human bodies, like yeah, being exposed we, to all of that, yeah. like, yeah, like inhaling all the, all the toxins, 
all of that, like you just, you're asking for at least asthma, mm-hmm. at least bronchitis. Like you're going to get some kind of uh, lung inflammatory issue. Like you're going you're gonna to gain that. And so yeah. that's, that's what triggered them to just specifically target the burn pits mm-hmm. because they was like, that has given us outside of PTSD, right. which is the number one yes. uh, thing that most of these men and women have come back with. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing in the top three burn pits and pancreatic cancer is pretty much morbid like i mean i i think uh steve jobs is the person we know who've lived lived the longest with it but he oh he got a pancreas transplant so there was that he got like three pancreases waiting i ain't no telling (laughs) what kind of i got an extra one in the fridge doc you know we know what bill gates if you decide to fund us I retract that stuff. I'm just joking. <laughs> Bill? Bill Gates ain't into media. He's 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 not into media. Awesome. No, that's that's interesting. That was a joke, so but. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so so yeah, so um one thing that came out today, y'all, about this is that because Republicans have received so much backlash that they are signaling that they are willing to support a form of a bill, but we will keep tabs on what is taken out of that bill. And let me be very clear that the one that they supported or the draft that they supported is was the same one. John Stewart pointed that same. out. He said it was same the bill. same one yep. that they ended up voting against. Yes. So get, nothing changed. There was just a technical difficulty with the vote, at yeah. the original vote. So they yeah. had to do it. Y'all, it's, it's trash. It's trash. So... So yeah, but again, again, they think that that's a response to them passing that uh, the bill that had to do with um, what was the bill? The bill had to do with um, glo- it was like uh, responding to climate change. The climate change. It was a climate change bill, and they didn't like that, and so because Manchin uh, bit the bullet, yeah, and, and and went for it and allowed it to happen, mm-hmm. put his vote in, and mm-hmm. allowed it to go through, it ended up. Causing backlash with Republicans. They mad at Manchin. Yeah, they mad at him. So, mm-hmm. but they mad at Democrats and him. So, well, shit. Everybody need to be mad at Manchin because he just. I mean, flip, he ain't shit. He flip flop. Yeah. All right, let's talk about this. Um, this black man who was shot in the head. Yeah. Um, for allegedly, we are not even sure this actually happened, y'all. Um, stealing laundry detergent worth a dollar. Right. Worth a dollar. So um, his name was Roderick Brooks. He was 47 and he was unarmed. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a video going around. I watched it once. I could not watch it more than that. But the body cam video came out. Um, this man um, was chased down by the police. You hear the officer saying, hey, stop. Hey, mm-hmm. stop. He mm-hmm. um, pulls out his taser, um, attempts to tase. He loses the taser and the mm-hmm. taser. But at the time, he's actually on top. The officer is on top of Roderick. So, Roger grabs the taser. Mistake. Anybody can admit that. But the man was scared, hence why he ran in the first place. Like, you see a, a, a armed officer running after you? Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, he grabs the taser, and you hear the officer saying, hey, put it down, put it down. Roderick is not even able to, like, get the taser to work for him, to be honest. Mm-hmm. He says, I will shoot you. You see him. Well, you don't see him pull out his gun because it's a body cam, but you do see the gun pull into the frame. I saw the gun aimed at the nape of his neck, kind mm-hmm. of lower head, his neck, and you hear a single shot. Right. And then there is a pool of blood. So I watched it once, and I have not watched it, nor have I shared it, because I do not believe in, like, sharing black trauma like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do want to point out that on this show, I feel like every week, we have been able to pinpoint 
the cowardice that are is is mm-hmm. American policing. All right, so <laughs> I watched the video too. I watched it. I watched it twice. Uh, so the first takeaway that I had was this: if the option is to kill or let go, because again, this person is running from you for their lives. Yeah, for yeah. their lives. They mm-hmm. they running away from you. Mm-hmm. Um. You got to ask yourself, what is this really over? Whenever you choose to pull out your weapon, because that's what happened. He chose to pull out his Mm -hmm. weapon while he was actually in a position of power. He could have cuffed him at that moment. He He could have, yeah. He was in a... I I won't even say what he could have done in terms of handcuffing, arresting. I wouldn't even even go that far. But for sure... But for sure, he was in a position of power in which this man... W- couldn't go nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like he literally could have just sat down on him mm-hmm. and just stayed on top of him the whole time, and yep. this man wouldn't be able to move. Yep. So that's one part. You got to ask yourself if you're in that position of power, what are you really doing? The second part is it's actually three points. The second part is more of when you do pull out your gun. If you say, "Hey, I'm going to shoot you," and let me be real here, he definitely sounded like one of my old school uncles who was drunk and was definitely like. Well, shoot me then. <laughs> shoot me. Uh, what you gonna do? You know, like, yeah, that's how they be. Now, does that warrant them being shot? No. If they talking crazy, that does not necessarily mean, yes, pull out your gun. No, fam. No, they're going to. You are a police officer. You should understand that they, that they people that you encounter will say things that are, that, that's going to, in, that's going to provoke you. Yeah. So, of course, he's going to challenge you. Of course, he's going to provoke you. You on top of him, you wrestling him down. He's going to say some stuff. Mm-hmm. But let's lead my third point. Let's be very clear here. Very, very clear here. When you pull out your gun, you automatically think that your life is in danger. That's it. You are sitting on top of this man. And if you really felt like he had a gun or was a threat to you in a real way, you could have legitimately... Um, you could have you could have pulled your gun out sooner. Was what I'm saying. If you really felt threatened, mm-hmm. you could have pulled you could have pulled your gun out sooner. So with that being said, uh, I think this was again another situation in which it was the um, misuse, overuse of power in which the police um, could have responded better, but they did not. They did not. I the one thing about these situations that I hate the most this is what i hate them the absolute most is the fact that our lives hang in the balance for the most mundane small things mm-hmm. we done dealt with taillight issues loose cigarettes fake money like why is our life like that like why is that balance why is that balancing out to y'all yeah. why is that why is it happening like that because it should not be happening like that like, again, I absolutely understand if someone is a direct threat to you. I understand if people are, and it ain't got to do with cops. It ain't got to do with cops. I understand if you just living and someone is shooting at you, pointing a gun at you, coming at you with a knife. Um, hell, coming at you with their fist because they can beat you to death. Those are very serious things in which you have to respond life or death. So I ain't, I'm not saying that. But in these situations... As the police, it serious, it's not that serious, fam. Of 
Yeah. It's not that serious. Like, who who trains you? Well, mm, I know who trains you. People who don't give a shit. <laughs> Uh, who 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 want you to view everybody who disagrees with you as a threat. And truth be told, I was just listening to him and I was just hearing him and I just felt that energy like, fam, you just should not, you should not have pulled out your gun. That just wasn't the right way to go. Because yeah. again, if you're pulling out your gun, the reason why pulling out your gun is going to lead you to shoot someone, two reasons. Reason number one, it's already there. It's already out. It's already ready. Your finger is on the trigger. It literally doesn't take but a, a, a millisecond of finger strength to shoot someone. Mm -hmm. That's number one. Number two, if you're trying to hold somebody down, detain somebody, you can't hold somebody, detain somebody with one arm. They're, that's not going to work. You're going to have to need, you're going to need both. Yeah. So what I'm saying is if you choose to use one of your arms to hold a gun, you're probably going to end up shooting it. So it's just like... In the head. In the head. Like, it, was, it wasn't It was necessary. You couldn't get a leg if you really felt like you were in danger. If you really felt like you was in danger. You really could have, like, you could have held, you could have just, again, you could have just, you were in a position of power. You were on his back. He was laid down. You really could have just sat there and just yeah. been maintained that position of power. Yeah. Yes. Actually, if I'm, if, I'm being, if, I'm being, if I'm being real, and I might get backlash for this, but I don't care. If you would have punched him, if you would have hit him. For resisting again, that's excessive force. Yeah, that's excessive force, but that's not killing him. Right. Well, yeah, we're, <laughs> we're going to investigate that too. But that's again, that's a, that's someone's son, that's someone's father. That you just took a life for what you thought was a crime worth shooting someone, regardless of what he did. I don't care if he was selling loose cigarettes or using a fake twenty dollar bill. I do not care. It's never worth it. I. You are supposed to be in a position of protecting people. And serving justice, and in my opinion, justice should always be balanced. So the crime should potentially go with the punishment. Right. There is never any time where I saw somebody steal a dollar candy bar that I was like, they should get shot, shot in the face. Never. Now, don't get me wrong. I have had many of drug addicts in my family. And do they deserve to get their ass whooped sometimes? Ass whooping is one thing. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Let's just, like, the, oh boy, uh, your friend who, 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 um, you know, the dude, he got caught, he bailed out or whatever. But in my opinion, that was a community, that was, that was a community issue that needed to be handled by the community. So I was actually kind of mad when the police caught him, me personally. I was actually hoping, like, we would get him first <laughs> and hand that justice down. That's what I was hoping to. Uh, hold on, let me see. Here's a comment. Yeah, I see Mariah, some Mariah, um, that's what they're trained to do. Um, you pull it, you use it. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Ab absolutely. They know that. Yeah. Um, that's, that's really what that is. So um, even with, with what's happening with my friend's case, um, the, pers the, the, the individual who assaulted her, the police did catch them, so that's a, that's that's a plus. They did catch them. They gave him a low ass bond. Yeah, it was like three grand or something. Yeah, he bonded out in five hours. Mm -hmm. um, it just hasn't been worth it in that sense. Like she's still dealing with like the backlash concerning that, but that's a different conversation. But yeah, specifically with this, um, yeah, this is this is just another um, incident in which the police have fallen short. So just like with my friend's situation. The police have fallen short mm -hmm. in justice and how it should have been handled. Handled, so. Yeah. Cool. Yeah.
All right, y'all. Um, I want to get into um this mystical fiasco. Um, if uh, a lot of women will have followed this because uh-huh. I don't know, it just it affects us, and so you know we we tend to pay a little more attention. But mystical, mm-hmm. we all know him. Shake your ass. Watch yourself. Mystical. Um, just, I mean, I've always loved his style. I've always thought it was very unique. Mm-hmm. But when I found out, so, so I will say, junior high, I probably shouldn't have been listening to Mystical. But I was. I had the Tarantula album. You know what I mean? Like, my mama bought it for me. I had Unpredictable. Unpredictable. I had that That's one. Oh, no limit. You know, I, I had to really, like, hide it from my grandmother because we were Kojic. So, I wasn't mm, supposed to be listening to that, that music. But um, can't have that. But, um, <laughs> we can't have that. But, um, but, yeah. I mean, I always thought Mystical was a really dope artist. Like, I loved his range as far as, like, his tone and how he used his voice, his lyricism. I thought he was dope. But then I found out, as I got a little older, mm-hmm. that he had an affinity for um, sexually assaulting women. I don't know what his background is. I don't know how he turned into this person. What I do know mm-hmm. is that when the news came out, I believe it was yesterday or day before yesterday, that Miss had been arrested again for yet another rape charge, that this was, I believe, case number four that we know about yeah. as the public, which also makes me believe that there are other folks that we don't know about. Mm-hmm. Um, what I want to point out, though, is like this argument that I continue to have with people about R. Kelly, about Bill Cosby, about mm-hmm. these folks who are incredibly talented in what they do. Trey Songs is another one, right? Like who you start to hear whimperings around the industry about their tendencies, but about how sometimes we not sometimes, oftentimes we allow mm-hmm these folks to continue to thrive in their creativity and their talent Mm -hmm. because we feel like what they give to us is more valuable than what they have taken. Well, it's, I agree. I think that's exactly a part a big part of it. I think the reason why we don't necessarily think about what's taken is because one, um, what, what tends to happen is our affinity for a person and the memories that they give us mm-hmm. tend to overpower the idea of justice and empathy. Now, don't get me wrong. Black people in general, we are very empathetic people. We feel like we feel if if you tell me a grown man and a small child, we're going to automatically be on the small child side. We're going to be like, oh, it's automatic. We don't care what the situation is. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. But it's something about. You said we or me. I said we in general, in terms of, I, I think generally speaking, that okay. we tend to be like, we're thinking about the child's position in those situations. I think I, generally we do until, again, let me, okay. again, okay. This, this is the point I'm making. I think generally speaking, we don't know the boy, the child, that's what I was saying. We don't know the child or the grown person. Mm-hmm. We automatically um, are, we on the child's side. No strings attached. We're going to protect the child. We're going yeah, to ride, okay. ride for that. Okay, I'll take that. But again, the point that I was making, uh, leading up to that was this again sometimes um, we have a habit of again having an affinity towards people or at least not considering not being empathetic again generally we are empathetic the time when it turns off usually is when there's some sort of celebrityism involved mm-hmm. and it's not no, it's not so much of them being a celebrity mm-hmm. it's more so their position okay. and who they are and those are the things that kind of make us be like well 
did she deserve it? Mm-hmm. Did she did she say something? Did she do something? Did she do this? And it's like, y'all, we can't, we we we're right in our empathy towards you know in these general situations where we be getting fucked up. It's a celebrityism part. Yep. Celebrityism and family situations. Those are the two That's, things. That was the one I was thinking those about. Those are yep. the two things yep. that we tend to put too much value over when we're not thinking about when, when it comes to like our children. Yeah. Or 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 not even children, but if we're thinking about like a uh, a one party exercising power over another party. Mm-hmm. Again, we all we usually take the one that we feel like was probably had less um less control the in the situation. Yeah. The most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. We usually yep. do in general. But again, the two factors that kind of change that celebrity status and their their proximity to us. Yeah, yeah. No, I I, I agree. And so I'm I'm glad you you brought that up because I I literally start thinking about the family situation where I know people myself who mm-hmm. you know were assaulted by family members, but mm-hmm. because you know. <sighs> We have to protect him, and mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times they'll let that same rapist sit at the, the dinner table, but not want to talk to their kid that's you know LGBTQ, or or like, or maybe she's a dancer, maybe right, she works yeah. she works at a less than yep yep. Yeah. So so again, this is his fourth rape charge. I I appreciate that this time he is being held without bond. I believe the last charge he mm-hmm. had to post a three million dollar bond. I think it was three million dollars, and his label covered it for him. Um, this time he is being held without bond. Um, and I'm, I'm to the point y'all where, I mean, GS and I were just having a conversation about creatives and your talent and how you, how you, how you use it, but also like the discipline and the respect that you have to have for your gift Mm -hmm. to be able to use it the right way. And when I see people like this who are, I mean, we know Mystical is talented, right? Mm-hmm. Like you had his albums when he was young. I had yeah. them, right? We, we grew up listening to this man. But it does not excuse your willingness to hurt other people and then hide behind that talent or hide behind that celebrity. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I can never, I mean, our, our goal is, is to get this show to the masses, right? But I can never imagine, like, rocking with GS if I found out he was doing some fuck shit. Right. Because all of a sudden, like, you know, this thing is big. Like, that's a no for me. Yeah. That's going to be, I'm never going to be able to separate the person from the talent. No. Like, no. ever. And, and uh, Mariah made a va- very valid point. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, she said, our empathy, also our empathy changes when it's a teen girl. Um, if she isn't a child, uh, black girls in general being over-sexualized. You're absolutely right. Usually, yes. patriarchy does pay, patriarchy does play a part. Misogyny mm-hmm. does play a part in when we look at two parties going against each other. Mm-hmm. When it's a black girl, sometimes we ask those questions like, what was she wearing? What, yeah. Like, what she should have changed her clothes when should've. he came over here. Why mm-hmm. was she acting like that? Or yep. what did she do around him? Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, none of those actions. Again, what we're being, I've said this before, what we're being is terrible replications of racist white people because that's the same thing that they do. Mm-hmm. They often look at the person who has more power and think about the person who has lesser power and say, what did that person mm-hmm. of lesser power do? Mm-hmm. Because it's easier to attack the person who doesn't have as much power. It's lazy. Though. It's easy. It's, it's lazy. Oh, it's lazy y'all. as fuck. It, yep. But this is this is this is the world that we that we live in. Yeah. So and, and there's black people with that internalized racism. There are women with that internalized misogyny mm. who will question 
what another woman did or what a young girl did. I am of the belief, y'all, don't get me wrong, I have mm-hmm. a bunch of nieces and nephews, but mm-hmm. I truly believe that if my nieces are at home, mm-hmm. they deserve to be at home, comfortable. Mm-hmm. Now, if there's somebody coming to their house and I hear my sister saying something like, oh, yeah, you got to go put such and such on, so on, well, he don't need to be over there. He don't need to be he motherfucking to be near us. Like, if you got to take precautions in your own house mm-hmm. uh, to keep your children from being even thought of, yep. if you have the any premonition that somebody might be on that kind of shit. Let me also say this. Um, if you have reason to believe that they on some fuck shit, yeah, just it ain't worth it. I believe in discernment and intuition, y'all. It has kept me out of a lot of shit. Yeah. And I will say that if somebody feels weird... If somebody is like giving yeah. you a weird vibe, like check into that. Yeah, like, check, check into it. Yeah. Check, check if into your that. child, if your if your child starts to act differently around said mm-hmm. adult, and it's not explained to you, or you don't you don't see why, you need to pay attention to yeah. that. Yeah, and I mean, I'm I'm not saying Miss School was messing around with kids, but it it all is kind of in the same vein, right? Mm-hmm. Like that, you know, young women, women in particular, are are just. A lot mm-hmm. of the times, um, question yeah. for what they did to deserve what their assail- assailant handed out, and it's and it's played out like not only in like houses and local like local scales. It's it's played out on a national level mm-hmm. too. Again, we got Deshaun Watson dealing with a six game suspension for sexual assault. Um, a few of those cases have to do with massage therapists. Yes, and it's like. Fam, like, what are you doing? That celebrity status, though. Like, what? Right? What are you? What are you doing? Well, the the fact that he's only being suspended for six games mm-hmm. is 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 celebrity status. Yeah, there was. I can't remember um, who tweeted it, but it was obviously an ex NFL player who said, "You know, I got suspended for a year for weed." And Deshaun is getting six games for sexual assault. Like, that shit what the don't fuck make is no going sense. on here? Again, that is. They don't realize that that is that playing out. Yeah. Like in our in our houses, it's the same thing. I think for us, it's different. I think okay, case in point, I think that for them, it's for sure. It has to do with money. Okay. It has to absolutely do with money. Uh, that's that's one. But the thing about it is, in terms of us, like the history of us having to accept these things, um, it started off. That shit started off in slavery. That's one of those things that got far roots, far reaching roots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, this this black man is terrible, but to a certain extent, he's a certain level of protection. Okay. So we have to we can't we can't we can't directly go at him again. We talking about like slave quarters, slavery shit, even back then. So we have just been taught to accept these certain kinds of people because that's where it came from. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, that's where we have to kind of make the change. We have to understand where it comes from, and it's it's playing out right here. Deshaun Watson, that's not... Somebody had tweeted, like, okay, well, in order to fix this problem, uh, he just needs to have male uh, <laughs> male mas- massage therapists only through the team. Mm. And I was like, that's a lot that you got to go through to keep someone from sexually assaulting somebody but but we know the nfl too like they will go to those lengths they will to make sure like hey you are not to be around like you want to keep your contract here's your massage therapist well that's how you know like again athletes are objectified like Mm -hmm. again uh uh this 
piece of metal is hot, but instead of actually cooling the metal, like taking the metal, disconnecting it, and putting it somewhere else, I'm going to keep it the way it is. I ain't going to mess mm-hmm. with it too much. I'm just going to try to block off kids or things that can touch it. Mm. Like it It's still going to be hot. Basically, he's still going to be prone to sexual assault activities. Yeah. You're not fixing that. They but, might hand, hire him a handler or something. Who knows? Know. Yeah. We'll see. Um, so, yeah. All right. Well, I'm, I guess, I mean, we should have, like, ended with a lighter topic. But mm-hmm. this is kind of, <laughs> it's funny in its own way because mm-hmm. the FBI, really? 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 <sighs> so, y'all, the FBI raided the African People's Socialist Movement. Um, two homes. One in St. Louis mm-hmm. and the other one, you remember where it was? Uh, 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 Saint, it was St. Petersburg, Florida. Okay. So, the FBI spent tax money, uh, taxpayer dollars, because they believed that this black liberation group was involved with Russian collusion. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot. To do with it, so <laughs> at a high I, level, <laughs> I, I'll say this: the the number one point, number the number one point is this: you have someone who it's it's already been proven, it's already been proven that Donald Trump was colluding with Russia, or at least it's already been proven that that Russia had to had a lot to do mm-hmm. with interfering and meddling with elections. It's already proven. He has close ties to them. The FBI already knows this. They just can't. Ha- they just couldn't handle it a certain kind of way. So it just goes to show. That um, it it goes to show that they can loosely base a charge on us, and it can stick that hard. They can find proof of that charge with another group or another person, and have to go through all these hoops mm-hmm. just to just to get. Um, some kind of indictment or at least some kind of case like we're just now getting to the point to where they're now thinking about legitimately going after Trump right. after all this right the this group okay this group um is truth be told in my opinion from what I've read when mm-hmm. I research is no different <laughs> than a lot of these quote unquote patriots that Patriots out here. Nationalism, yeah. yeah. Like they yeah. have, they have, they have taken in. Even if, even if they got information from Russia, even if Russia sent them information, was like, "Yo, America's on some foul shit." Da, 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 they're not telling these groups nothing that they don't already know. Mm-hmm. They not. They they're not. It's just it's just not. They're that. black in America. They yeah, know. like fam, we, yeah. we we're, we're aware. Yeah. I mean, it's good to have. It's good to like to know that. Mm-hmm. And um, again. You'd have to like get in a lot of these so-called patriots because they're getting a lot of the information from Russia too. Matter of fact, a lot of them, a lot of them during Trump rallies would have posters and shirts, regalia, para, para, para uh, that's that showed Trump and Putin on the same Be side, it. Mm. Support, or just supporting the idea yeah. that oh well, we respect Russia. I mean, Germany, we've seen them, like, you know, use certain symbols from Germany. You, so you're absolutely right. I mean, uh, what was the, the guy we talked about? Um, the Buffalo shooter. Mm-hmm. You know, he was radicalized, mm-hmm. like, from information from Europe. Like, mm-hmm. this wasn't American. Like, like his shit was, was coming from overseas. And so when I saw this, 
the first thing I did, honestly, is I chuckled. Mm -hmm. I chuckled because you're absolutely right. It has taken us this long to even put Trump in the spotlight for the things that he has been behind. But this group, and it is a nationalist group, I will point that out. I would probably never be part of the African people socially. And and not because I don't believe in in what they're saying. I just think they're I think they they oftentimes refuse to have productive conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it is a lot of yelling, and I would like thinkers to get together to solve a lot of the issues that we have in this country. Now, I think people like this are useful. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need some shooters. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes people ain't listening. Like I yeah. mean, I'm, I'm on Will Smith's side. Sometimes you got to slap the fuck out of somebody for them to really get your message. I, I'll say this: that based off the quotes that I have read, um, based off of what I have, what I have, what I have seen that he's put out there in the media. Um, I think that he was specifically targeted or their group was specifically targeted because they were just easy fish to fry. Mm-hmm. His perspective, which um, uh, I can kind of agree with, he said, <laughs> uh, don't tell us that we can't have friends that you don't like. Mm. That's one. Um, he also said this. He says, they see in the African People's Socialist Party a vanguard for the struggle for the liberation of our people. They see that because not just what we do in the United States, but because we have a temerity to do like Garvey, like Malcolm X, take the struggle to black people around the world. And that was the part that I 100% agreed when with. When he says they, he's talking about the FBI? Uh, he was talking about, yes, the FBI, okay. Ameri- the American government. He's he's basically, because this is, this is what it, this is what it, it's getting... It's it's some convoluted shit. Like they're they're basically grouping them with 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 legitimate like Taliban terrorists and all that. And it's like, fam, you gotta understand this. Everyone when they realize, and this is not even just America, uh, everyone when they realize that they're being trampled on, they're dealing with a dictator, they're dealing with a tyrant. They appeal to the world. Mm-hmm. They appeal to the world court. That's exactly what he was talking about. Garvey was doing it. Malcolm X was doing it. A lot of our our leaders said, you know what? They're not giving us justice here. So maybe if we take this outside of us, Martin Luther King, a part of why he did the March on Selma the way he did it was because he said, I want the world to see the how they treat us. Yeah. I need that. Yep. So they're, they're basically... Um, they're basically, they're basically, uh, how, what's, I, I can't think of an analogy for it, but they're going for like low hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't, this isn't what y'all need to be targeting. Again, I've said this before, the people y'all need to be looking at are these, are these 3% groups and these boogaloo boys and all this. Like y'all need to be putting this same amount of work into investigating those groups. Mm-hmm. Why aren't those groups' houses being raided and flashbombed? Because he said they was flashbombed. They they was like kicking in their dough and shit. That's not I'm not hearing about that happening to these white militia groups. I'm not hearing about that. Yeah. And they're the ones who are actively out here terrorizing people. I was gonna say, like I don't know any shooting, any act of violence that the African People Socialist Movement has been behind. Mm-mm. I have not heard of one. Now you we we do have we do have black nationalist groups. Now and I'm not gonna even say nationalist because that's a whole nother term given that like we're not even really considered American like that. 
Um, and again, I wouldn't equate them to white nationalists. Absolutely, because <laughs> theirs is about keeping their country pure and making America great again. Like theirs is mm, a whole we know different what that level. Means. Yeah, black nationalists usually they're not talk. They're not. They're they're just trying to free black people Th- from theirs oppression. Theirs is about liberation. <laughs> theirs, right. theirs we just is don't want this bullshit about happening. About liberation, us. leave us the fuck alone. Right. For a little while, so we can like pull Figure our this shit, shit together. Out. Yeah. So so I will say one and and again a reason why I chuckled is because I'm like we are using taxpayer dollars to raid two homes and it was like a violent raid there were like flash grenades and yeah, all kinds of stuff oh, like yeah. this wasn't no hey i'm gonna just walk up in here with a warrant and knock on your door like they busted into these people's yeah. homes we are using taxpayer dollars when we know of at least a dozen groups in this country mm-hmm. that have taken credit Mm-hmm. For mass shootings, mm-hmm. for the killing of black and brown people, for just the bullshit that we have seen in the news. And so I chuckled thinking about the bill and who signed off on it when they were like, yeah, go ahead, rate the, rate the two houses. And let's see if there was any Russian collusion with this group in particular. That's what I'm waiting to come out. Because, I, I mean, when upon reading about it, I haven't found any information about what did they find to substantiate the reason for them to do that? Would Russians really be working with... I mean, maybe, if they thought well, that there well, was something well, in it. Again, I've said this before. I've said this before in our other podcasts. Um, outside groups who don't like America will go for groups uh, that, that have been harmed, like. mm-hmm. that America doesn't like, mm-hmm. and as a result, they've harmed these groups. So it only makes sense. When you when you when you are harmful to a group of people, are you not looking to reconcile to fix your wrongs towards groups, uh, large groups of people? Yeah. Um, and don't say that you haven't been seeking to fix things with large groups of people, because again, you've given reparations to different groups. You have paid them. You have given land grants. You have um, helped out even rich folks mm-hmm. who got their slaves took away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like y'all, y'all believe in that. Um, but the fact of the matter is there are still groups in which y'all have harmed but not sought to fix. Yep. So as a result, you, you have a group of people who are more open to listening to outside people. Now, again, them listening to outside people ain't necessarily, oh, because we don't fuck with America. No, they're, 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 they might be more open or susceptible to outside groups because of what's happening to them here. Yeah. Here. Yeah. I mean, I I think that's why black people have a very interesting relationship with Cuba. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, as much as our country, Shout out to Jay and Bay on that one. They're out there visiting. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, as much as, as much as our country talks bad about Cuba, like Cuba was front, uh, um, Castro in particular was very, very, um, supportive of black people around the diaspora in particular mm-hmm. and our condition and even aided in some ways. And mm-hmm. so we do have a different relationship yeah. with, with the Cuban state. And I think that a lot of times outside groups, like outside conservative groups try to make this political and you're dealing with dictators and this and that, this and that. Look, for someone who's dealt with, 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 for people who have dealt with police violence, mm-hmm. wars on drugs, um, having dealing with racial cleansing in cities over the years, lynchings, uh, repeated laws that are directly against our growth. Like for for people who have dealt with that, 
it ain't about we don't give a fuck what you call yourself. You call yourself a dictator, president, a thousand years, whatever. If you're willing to help us get out of this condition, we just become more open to it. We rock the, who rock the, with us. Yeah. The homeless man on the street, the homeless veteran, let me be more specific. The homeless veteran on the street does not care if he gets a dollar from a dictator or from Sally May. Mm-hmm. He don't care where the dollar comes from. Again, when you create a con- situation in which people have to live under certain conditions, they don't care where the help comes from. And I think, generally speaking, that's what it is for black people. Yeah. It ain't about rocking with Putin. It ain't about rocking with dictators and this and that. And we want to be socialist and this and that. And No, it ain't about that. It's mm-hmm. about I, w- I am willing to do whatever it takes to help my people not to get from under this boot. Yeah. Uh, uh, Malcolm X said it when he, because again, Malcolm X started his journey off saying white people are devils, uh, these people are this, these people are that, uh, calling them out in in, uh, in 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 his in the way that he knew. Mm-hmm. But eventually, he eventually came to the place where he was like, I'm with anybody who wants to stop this. That's it. Martin Luther King eventually got to the space to where he was like, I'm, I'll work with anybody who's willing to stop mm-hmm. this harm to our people. That and and to be honest, like. I, I think that's why, even though we had all the propaganda, mm-hmm. like, around Castro, like, people was like, he fuck with us? Yeah. Say less. Yeah. I'm going to visit. Soon, soon as they opened up the borders, we was out there. As soon as they opened up the borders. So, we, so, that's, that's what I would want. If, if, if we fast forward five years from now, ten years from now, Green Route Podcast is up and popping, and we just, like, everywhere we touring, they're going to be like, oh, but they sided with Russia and these people, no, I'm making this point very clear. We're not siding with anybody. We just want the harm that's happening to black people in America to stop. That's it. Again, if it's we want if, if it's happening to 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 people who belong into to a higher tax bracket, we just want it to happen at the high, at the same percentage. That's all we care mm-hmm. about. Like look, equity if, on equi- all levels. Equity on all levels. If 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 five percent of rich white folks gonna get robbed at gunpoint. It needs to be the same way for black people. Mm-hmm. 5% of us need to be robbed. At, or not need to be, but you know what I'm saying? It needs to just be, <laughs> it needs to be the violence. If violence is going to occur in every possible area, economic, health, education, all that, it needs to happen equally across the board. Yep. And if y'all are not trying to change that, then you are a part of the, part of the problem. You are only trying to redirect our attention uh, to other places, but that's not it. We're not falling for that. Yeah. That's it. All right. I, I think that's the word. That's the mic drop right there. That's it. All, All right. right, y'all. You so, want- so uh, traveling a lot, but I did just cancel some travel so that we can like sit still. Um, one thing we were talking about, y'all, is uh, just um, the kind of headspace and even physical space sometimes that you need to be in when you're like building something. And so, one thing that I have noticed is um, just being on go, and a lot of it is family stuff. Um, I think my next trip after I come back from LA, so the Green Route podcast got a scholarship to FinCon in Orlando. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so shout out to uh, Marve and Jazz for telling us about it. We applied and we were able to get the scholarship. So uh, we'll be down there repping. Um, it's really for content creators, but people who create the type of content that informs and um, empowers people. So that that was our whole goal with starting this show. So, um, yeah, just cancel some other travel that didn't have anything to really do with, like, what we're building. And not 
not to say that I'm like, you know, not going to fool with my friends and family, but I'm like, you know, I don't have to go home for everything. Mm. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, but other than that, um, just trying to like stay focused, um, get into a cadence of getting up, getting coffee, writing a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, getting in the gym and then getting just, that routine uh, together, just getting the routine together. Cause this mm-hmm. is, this is the first time I haven't been in corporate in, ooh, mm, 15 long? years. Mm. And so, like, I don't have a calendar, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, and so, yeah, just, just figuring it out. But it's been good, y'all. It's been good. I, I'm in a good headspace. No problems here. What about you? Let's check in. Uh, I'm pretty good. I had jewelry duty today. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was uh, very boring. Uh, the music could have been better. <laughs> Um, you should have DJed. I should have DJed, man. We would have been lit. But uh, <laughs> no, there was actually there was no music. Y'all know how that system works. They, the thing is, what they make you feel like they make you feel like you're in jail, um, but it's a different form of jail. Mm. Uh, it's exact. What I would say, I would characterize it as it is the opposite of Chick Fil A. And people are like, oh, the opposite is like Popeyes or this chicken spot or that. No. I'm not even putting them in the range of Popeyes because at least you have a choice with Popeyes. This is the opposite of Chick-fil-A because you don't choose to go to jury duty. You got to go. You got, yeah. Or else it's going to be harmful to you in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Uh, So, yeah, it was pretty uh, very much so uh, incarceration feels. And I will (laughs) say that the people that they hire for it are not, uh, uh, these are not the socially equipped people. Like, that doesn't have to be a part of it. I'm not saying that they're not socially equipped or they're not intelligent and like that. No. It's just not a part of the job. Mm. You do not have to show respect to people. You can be very black and white, very direct, in which I get it. Y'all in the system that you're in, so you kind of got to be like that. But it just felt very much so colorless. If I can define it as something, there is no color. Okay. It feels like gray. Okay. I like it. (laughs) But, uh... It was it was okay. I didn't I didn't end up getting chose to be a part of it, which I wasn't tripping about. Uh, it was it felt like a waste of my day, but hey, I guess it was my civic duty, as people <laughs> would say. That's what they say. Uh, I guess so. So, uh, outside of that, everything else has been good. My my apartment is clean. Good. And okay, that's good. Always a positive. Good. Always a positive. I love so. it. I love it. All right. Well, I just saw this tweet and I want to read it real quick. It says U.S. foreign policy in one paragraph It's from the New Yorker. It says, mm-hmm. I came here in peace seeking gold and slaves, but you have treated me like an intruder. Maybe it's not me who's the intruder. Put you. Man. <laughs> I came here in peace seeking gold and slaves. <laughs> came in peace. Look, look at the. That's oh, all we wanted. God. That's, 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 that's all, all we wanted. I just wanted gold I just and wanted, slaves. Just, you treated me like an intruder. Come on. And so I'm going to kill all y'all off. <laughs> it, oh, God. All right, y'all. Well, that's the show. Um, I need to go pack a bag mm-hmm. and get to this airport. Mm-hmm. Um, but appreciate y'all rocking. Um, look out for the video portion of our show to start coming out. Um, shout out to Great Black Century who invested and donated some amazing cameras for us. Uh, we appreciate you, bro. And, um, yeah, that's all we got. You want to close us out? All right. Wishing y'all love, peace, and community, as usual. Thank y'all for watching this. Love y'all. Later. Peace. Appreciate y'all on Instagram, too. Sunshine, sunshine, tell me where you are. 
through my 